a lot of people used to come to the Holy Rebbe, Rebbe Deiber, from Radozhets. Not only Jewish people would come, but also a lot of Goyim who heard of the big holy tzaddik, the holy rabbi, and they respected him. They came and asked advice or to get a blessing, a bracha from him. And in the room, outside his room, where people would wait, would sit a lot of people. There were Yidin, and also the Havdol Goyim, and even the government people, sometimes the Parits. They all came to ask for a bracha, to ask, you know, for, for his, for, ask for themselves. So sometimes the, his chassidim would wonder, why, you know, are all these Goyim coming to you? And he said, you know, I accept them, I, I, I speak to them, it, it makes a Kiddush Hashem. People should realize that the God of the Jewish people is great. Fine. It was a very rich and powerful one of the Paritzim. His name was the Graf Potomsky. He had a beautiful fancy palace and around it he had nice, beautiful gardens and the trees and flowers. Uh, beautiful. Amazing you can imagine. He had thousands of sheep and cattle and animals and gar- so many things. He had fields. He was very, very rich. So even though he's super rich and powerful and respected, but he was not a happy person. In his house, there was always a sad feeling in his, in his huge palace. And that was because him and his wife never had any children. So a lot of times he was thinking, you know, what's the point of me being so rich and working and making more and more and more money? Well, what's going to happen with it after I die? I don't know how many children it's going to go to. And he already tried with all the biggest doctors and none of the doctors could help him. And he said, you know, he even went to his Goyish uh, Galochim, his priests, and they gave him these blessings and nothing helped. And he said, what's the point of all my stuff I have? You know, he was very bitter. He would do a lot of business, be respected, and everyone liked him, but he was very sad. So this, big rich Paritz, he had a trusted servant who would always around his palace and help them a lot. And this servant also knew a lot of Jewish families. And he, he knew them well and how, how, the, how the life is and a lot about, uh, about Yiddishkeit. So one day he, he went over to his... Uh, the, the, the master, the, the poets, and he said, you know, um, I have an idea for you. You know, the Jews have a very great rabbi who does miracles. Maybe you should go to him, tell him your problem, and ask him to help you. So this poet said, you know, listen, I already tried all the doctors, I tried all my galachim, all these priests, nothing helped, so okay, maybe I'll try, so I'll go speak to the rabbi. So, the Paris came with his wife and they visited the Tzaddik they came in his room and they brought a bag of gold coins and said Tzaddik Rabbi here this is for you please pray for me I should have a child so the Tzaddik said I don't need the money the only thing I'll tell you is that you should act kindly and fairly with the Jewish people who live in your area that you're in charge of and not being mean to them like a lot of the different Paritzim do who don't like Jewish people or anti-Semites and this Paritz said no, Rabbi I would never do that God forbid I'm very nice that Jewish people live by me 
I, I, I'm fair to them, I'm very nice. You could go ask them how nice I treat them. So Tzadik said, okay, I'll find out. Let me let me see. So a few days later, this Potitz came back to the Tzadik and he brought with him a lot of the Jewish people who lived in his area. And said, look, t- tell, tell your rabbi how I behave. Am I nice to you? And they all said, yeah, this Potitz is actually nice to us. He's not nasty to us like other ones are. He doesn't kick us out and make us pay all the money and do nasty tricks like other ones do. So the tzaddik said, okay, you know what? Being that you are nice to the Jewish people, so I'm ready to give you advice, which if you do this, you will be blessed with a child. This is what you need to do. You should get wild, bitter apples and cook them in water boil them in water for a few minutes. Then, this liquid, this juice that comes out, and that the water boils from these apples, you should drink it one glass in the morning and one glass at night for one month. After that month, then uh, Hashem will help you and you're, you'll have a child. So this potter said, okay, thank you, Rabbi, I'll do it, and left. So after he left, and Tzadik told his chassidim and said, just by the way, the apples with the water, that's not really a medicine. That's going to help him. Actually, those wild apples, it, it doesn't have a good taste. And he puts them in the water, it doesn't taste good. But if he does this, if he's gonna actually going to drink it for a whole month, it shows that he actually believes in Hashem. And he's willing to do something, even though he doesn't really understand how it's going to work. And if he's going to have trust in Hashem, that itself will be enough of a, like a vessel enough of a merit for him, a schus, that, that with his with the tzaddik's bracha, and we're doing this, he'll be able to have a child. Kind of like a mitzvah for him. You know, the fact he's showing that he trusts in Hashem. Okay? So this potter did it. They, they took out these apples, they drank the liquid, it didn't, didn't taste good, but he drank it twice a day, and within a year, him and his wife had a child. And they were so happy, and they didn't stop telling everyone and thinking, you know, it was a holy rabbi, this Jewish rabbi. Wow, that's how we had it. And they were so happy, you can't imagine. Instead of being always sad and in a huge palace, now he's happy and he told everyone, my child, you know I came? Because the rabbi, the Jewish rabbi, so happy. Okay. A little while after that, in his country, there was some bad news in the country. It's because nearby their country was Russia and Zad Nikolai was in charge and Zad he was very powerful had big armies and with the the Russian armies he already conquered a lot of countries and uh, became in charge and made them part of his country he took over so now he started moving his armies like he wanted to fight against them too and he wanted to take over another country so now they, the king and everyone in the country, got terrified. Oh no, we don't want Russia to start a war against us. They have huge, strong armies, and what happens? They're gonna fight us. We're probably gonna lose. They were terrified. So the king, he called all his ministers and generals all together. What are we gonna do? The the, the Tsar of Russia, he he wants to attack us. What do we do? So they were all talking, discussing, trying to think what do we do. To fight against him, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna win. 
and how can we stop him? No one had any idea. No one knew what to do. So all of a sudden, this Paritz, Patomsky, who had the miracle with the tzaddik, he got up and said, Listen, Your Majesty, I have an idea for you. If you'll listen to me, I'm sure we'll be saved. And the king says, Yeah, and everyone's looking at him. And he said, Listen, this is the story that happened to me. You know, there was many years and have children, so the whole story, how he had a child because his holy rabbi. There is this very, very holy man. And I'm sure he can help us. So the king didn't have anything else to help, any other choice. He said, okay, so let's, uh, let's go ask the king. Ask the, the king, ask this, this rabbi. So the king, he didn't go himself, but the king sent his son, the prince Franz Joseph, together with other ministers. And they all went together to visit the tzaddik. So there was a middle of Cholmite Sukkot, and the, all the Jewish streets, they were all happy, it's Yomtev, and there were a lot of Sukkot everywhere, and people were walking around with a little of an esrig, holding all the, you know, the mitzvahs for Sukkot, and all of a sudden, they see a bunch of big fancy wagons, wagons that came from the palace, with soldiers and ministers all heading towards the Tzaddik's house. So at first, the Jews were getting scared. Oh no, what's happening now? Why are they coming to us? Are they want to do some another another mean decree? Like a lot of times happens. And a little while later, they heard, no, 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 no bad decrees. They heard what happened. They heard that the, uh, a group from the palace came and wanted to speak to the tzaddik. So the tzaddik, his meaning was that during sukkahs, he would stay in the sukkah, the whole entire sukkah, and he won't leave. So the his shamish, his helper, said, you know, they want to visit you. There's all these people from the palace. So he said, okay, have them come to the sukkah, and I'll, I'll speak to them here. So he came out of the sukkah, and the tzaddik saw a bunch of people from the palace came, and the tzaddik right away recognized one of them was the prince. The prince didn't wear the clothes he wears in the palace, special clothes. He wore clothes like any other minister, so you shouldn't recognize who he is. But the tzaddik right away recognized him. When the tzaddik saw him, the tzaddik said the bracha, special blessing you make when you see a king. Hashem gave him his honor to a, to a human being. And everyone there, they, they spoke to the tzaddik, their problem, about you know the other country, they want to, the, the, Russia wants to attack us. And they took a whole bag with a lot of money and I said, here, Rabbi, this is for you. You know, pray for us, whatever. So the tzaddik said that I don't need your money. Better you should give the money to, you know, poor people, poor Jewish people, and let them have it. I'm sure they could use it. If you will be good and be kind to the Jewish people, I'm sure that in that merit you will be saved from Russia. Okay? That's what the tzaddik told him. Just be kind to Jewish people and you'll be saved. Then the tzaddik said, I want to stay alone and speak to the prince for a few minutes. Okay, Everyone left and the tzaddik spoke to him privately. The tzaddik told him, I see that soon you are going to become the next king. If you want to be successful and you're, you're being king, 
in your rule, remember always to be kind to the Jewish people. If there are any nasty decrees, which a lot of times the guy like to make, get rid of them. The ones that other kings made. And if you do this, if you're kind to Hashem's people, you will merit to have a long life and you'll be successful in your king and everything. In your kingdom, everything you do will be successful. So the prince heard, and he was very, wow, I'm going to be king, king soon. And he, he you know, bowed in front of the tzaddik and gave him a, you know, a kiss to his hand and left. So they came back to the palace and said, you know, the tzaddik said, we'll be okay. And as soon as they came in, came a messenger from the Tsar of Russia, Tsar Nikolai, with a letter which he says that, you know what, I'm gonna, I, I, I don't want to fight with you. We're not going to make a war. Instead, let's, make, uh, let's get along. We'll be good friends, these two countries. So there, the, the Tzaddik just told him, be good to the Jewish people. And they said, yeah, okay, we will. And just then came a letter, I'm not going to make a war with you guys. We'll, we'll get along. A very short time later, this prince, he became the next king instead of his father who lost his throne. He wasn't king anymore. And he was, he kept his word. He was very kind. He was very nice. And he got the full blessing of the tzaddik. He became king. He was for 70 years. He was king. And he was very successful. 